0: Howdy yokes and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin and I'm Ethan Edgehill and we're keeping it with the high school theme this week. Uh,
1: Maybe just a slightly different theme on the high school theme. So just write a letter to
0: the boys you've loved and make a PG-13 porno in the hot tub. Because today we're bringing you, Uh,
1: believe it or not, to all the boys I've loved before, as if we didn't give it away
0: two lines ago. We did. We did. You know. But like, whatever. We're not very creative, Ethan. That's why we do this podcast because we're not creative people. I wanna, I wanna run down. Some st- stateronis with you. Okay? okay. Fair enough. Now, this movie was released on August 17th, 2018. That was 25 days ago, uh, as of this recording. I have no idea what the budget was. And because it's a Netflix only movie, I have no idea what it made worldwide. uh I think you can look at the Netflix stock prices. Though. Both of
1: us watched it. So it's at least like $20.
0: I have the 4K family package. So that's $13 a month.
1: Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Fancy over here.
0: Oh, I definitely steal it from my in-laws. Thank you. I, uh, <laughs> Thanks to Captain
1: Fancy, yeah, this movie made $23 worldwide. But before we get too far into that, we've got a new patron, and he is Team Eggs, so I'm gonna shout him out. That is Javier Garcia Trejo. And thank you so much, Javier, for joining. You can join as well down at the doobly-doo below patreon.com slash bacon and eggs, and you can join Team Eggs and definitely not Team Bacon, because I'm way better than Tyler at everything.
0: That's fine and all. Uh, I am gonna shout out a new $5 patron because they don't have to choose a team, but It's El Gomez, thank you so much for your new contribution to Bacon and Eggs. We're super happy to have you. Neat. How did this movie do? This movie did really, really well. Um, It's currently sitting at a 96% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% audience rating, and a 64% on Metacritic, and I actually know where they're coming from.
1: That is definitely by far the biggest gap I've seen between Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes so far.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised that this is doing better with critics than with audiences, and I think I know... Why? Do you know why? No, I have no idea. I was shocked when you said 96. Um, I think it's the cinematography. I think that the story is good, but not excellent. But I think if you're a film critic, you watch this movie and you see like that scene where they're walking down into the gym and they're like in two halves of the door. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Or the scene at the end where she's walking down the like half field on the lacrosse pitch and it's got the great depth to it. Yeah. I think this just shot extremely well. I can get behind that.
1: Well, before we dive too much into what made the movie good or bad, we had a couple other things to take care of first uh we need to give a do we do positive negative reviews
0: i don't think we did i mean we have not yet no
1: no we haven't but do we do that before we do the toothpaste yeah
0: we do we do everything cool through binary and then we do toothpaste. you you've
1: got a positive review for me
0: yeah this uh, sorry i didn't know you were waiting for it yeah my positive review comes from linda holmes at npr she says the film is precisely what it should be pleasing and clever comforting and fun and romantic no no i haven't i like the npr because you know why not? I'm getting smart. I've
1: got a negative review here from top critic on Metacritic, Leslie Felperin of the Hollywood Reporter, and she says, "Whatevs." That's it. That's it. That's the whole thing.
0: Uh, that's the, just whatevs. Whatevs. Is there a full review to go with that? There is. It is. It is
1: lengthy. But that is, the, is the tweet review that she picked for Rotten Tomatoes.
0: Huh. Oh god, my computer's making noise at me. <laughs> it does not. Well- it
1: does not have a score though. She did
0: not give it like a
1: whatever out of whatever
0: right i can see where leslie Felperin is coming from on that one um it is kind of a whatevs movie i want to hear your binary score for this ethan i think i want to know what it is
1: um it's
0: it's a soft one it's a zero
1: i think it's a zero because i guess the
0: the one needs to be pretty solid it's a zero here's here's my thing
1: it's like it really is though i know this breaks the point of the binary but it really is like a 0.5
0: that definitely breaks the point of binary here's my thing Do you need to watch it? No. Then it's it's, a zero. But it's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt. Do I recommend you watch it? Sure. If You want, yeah. I, I don't even know that this is the first thing I would recommend on Netflix right now. No, almost certainly not. The Black Panthers got put on Netflix, and Thor Ragnarok still on Netflix.
1: Yes, yeah. even if we're yeah. looking at like teen dramedies, it's probably
0: not the first. No, I wouldn't say you need to see this over Perks of Being a Wallflower, I, yeah, or any of the like standouts in that category, yeah, or Love Simon, or uh, what else?
1: I don't know. I might say you should see this over Paper Towns but I just have really strong anti-Paper Towns feelings.
0: Paper Towns is only okay, but I wouldn't recommend this over, like, uh fault in our stars no
1: i i would probably recommend the upcoming hulu miniseries looking for alaska that hasn't come out yet
0: over this quick question i haven't looked at the casting for that but i recently reread the first few chapters of looking for alaska is alaska white yeah the way she is described does not sound white
1: she's definitely white it's a john green book i'm pretty sure she's black i don't think so what what makes you think that
0: he talks i i've met girls who match this description of like short curvy beautiful black women
1: if the only thing you're going on is short, curvy, and beautiful, she could be any race.
0: All I know is he talks about how she's curvy a lot.
1: Yeah, he's also a little weird. Him being Miles.
0: Miles is very weird. <laughs> he's the reason that, like, literature Twitter is, like, always making fun of how you describe women in books. He,
1: he being John Green, is the reason
0: this movie exists. This movie? Yes. Yeah, Margot's in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, that is not subtle. His
0: character is in it. That is not subtle at all. Right, Margot Roth Spiegelman is in this movie. Anyway, Tyler, what is your toothpaste and orange juice? We got a countdown. Yeah, all right. Three, two, one. Hurricane preppers.
1: What was yours? Hurricane preppers.
0: Oh, oh my gosh! You get so frustrated about this. I do. I really do. You are like a northerner who just moved to the south. No, I just don't think
1: that we need to freak out and panic. I don't think freaking out and panicking solves. Anything.
0: I didn't freak out or panic. I just. I didn't say you freaked out. I'm not
1: even talking about you. I'm talking about the fact that there was like no bread left Monday when we went to the store ahead of a storm coming five days from now. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's not like it's not like there's a wind up where like the storm is like kind of happening for a little bit before they say it's going to get here. That doesn't happen. Right. The storm just happens. It's the same thing with snow. I believe I've complained about this in a previous episode about the fact that I can't get my milk sandwiches when it snows.
0: (laughs) You know what we did have this week Ethan what you and I had like the Oreo flavored Walmart brand cereal the multimeal meal it has changed my life
1: <laughs> voice crack and everything
0: changed my life a hundred percent man I've had so much of that stuff lately like a ton of it <laughs>
1: Fair enough. No, I mean I I get that like being prepared ahead of the storm. I understand. Whatever. But like nobody needs to freak out, especially in the part of the world that we live in. Like, freaking out doesn't get you anywhere.
0: You don't think the mountains are gonna? Oh, you think the mountains are gonna
1: protect us? No, I think we're gonna get a lot of rain.
0: We are gonna get a lot of rain. And if you're I think...
1: if you're in downtown, in the part like over by yeah, you're literally. <laughs> f- <laughs> you are Probably. absolutely hosed. Your house is going to be underwater.
0: Yeah, like an old Southwest?
1: Yeah, just move. Just move right now. You need to freak out. You not, not you specifically, Tyler. But people that live in that part of town should be freaking
0: out. Well, it's been flooding differently in these past few years. It's very confusing as to what's going to happen.
1: I can tell you exactly what's going to happen is all of downtown is going to flood like a mother (laughs) (laughs) That, like all of the businesses that we love to go to are gonna be gone come Monday. Oh, I hope not. I like businesses. Uh that's that's what I think. But like the average citizen, it's like you live on a hill. Stop worrying so much.
0: Yeah, I will say this, uh we spend a lot of money prepping my house for this event.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's the, the most case scenario with, with most of these storms. is like, you spend a bunch of money, you freak out, you disrupt your life, and then nothing happens.
0: Yeah, but I mean, we're, I've never bought snacks before. Like, you know this, you lived with me for five years. I just don't buy snacks. You bought snacks more than most people I've lived with.
1: I don't know where you got this attitude that you don't buy snacks, but you definitely used to buy snacks. You would just buy a snack and then eat all of it. Obviously. At one time. But what else are you going to do with Snacks break it up a little bit don't jam an entire family sized bag of chips in your mouth at one
0: time. Always do that. That's what you're supposed to do. Anyway, so being sick. Tell me about being sick. It's some bullcrap, Ethan. I wake up Saturday morning. No. When did you come to my house? Monday. Monday morning? I woke up Monday morning. I haven't been sick ever. I mean, that's not true. <laughs> I've been sick plenty of times. But I don't remember the last time that I had like a cold. I woke up Monday morning. My nose was stuffy. I had like a pressure headache. It's some bullcrap, Ethan. I like what what are you supposed to do? You
1: take some day quilt and you shut the heck up. Oh <laughs> my
0: god. Everything is miserable. My voice keeps cracking. You can probably hear it in my voice. It's like a half octave deeper.
1: Yeah, if I sound sick, it's because I'm sick. I'm also sick.
0: I'm I'm dying. It's probably because you hung out with me all day on Monday. Now I'm like a danger to society.
1: No, you're fine. I was sick before. I, I, I just have really, really bad allergies.
0: Oh my gosh. All, all of a sudden. I'm on
1: I'm on like seven drugs now.
0: Do you know what's worse than toothpaste and orange juice? Gatorade and orange juice. We've been over to- this. Tooth- Not Gatorade. And- no, I keep saying this. Gatorade and orange juice. <laughs> Gatorade and toothpaste. No. Toothpaste and freaking... What's the other thing? Toothpaste and freaking Dayquil. <laughs> Wait, you, you buy Dayquil that you drink? Yeah. Oh, don't do that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I do it big. Nah, I can't I do all that. that. You can just keep pounding it. That's the thing. No, you can't. I don't. Don't worry. I'm not encouraging You can only take the, it every four hours.
1: You start feeling real weird if you break that.
0: I took it at like 10 in the morning and then right before we started this. So is that too frequently? No. <laughs> See, here's my
1: problem with DayQuil and NyQuil, like especially NyQuil. Actually, just NyQuil. Is it like, because I'll take them, you know, you do the thing where you get the, the variety pack that has both yeah. the DayQuil and NyQuil pills and it's got like three sets of DayQuil pills for every NyQuil pill. Yeah. So it's supposed to get you through like three days of having a cold. Right. By the end of that three days of having a cold, I'm hooked on sleep aids.
0: Yeah. Then you just take Day. nyquil all the time
1: right but that's bad
0: i take nyquil while i'm driving i take nyquil
1: that's a terrible idea that specifically says do not operate heavy machinery a car is not a
0: heavy machine
1: i mean yes it is (laughs) it's it's heavier than a hammer and i wouldn't advise operating a hammer on nyquil seems like you've got a special pretty pretty special relationship with that hammer um, and it's, I mean, the same thing with Benadryl. It's like, I will, I'll get like a bad allergy attack or whatever, or, or just like an actual sickness and I'll take a Benadryl and I'm just like, this isn't going to work. It's not going to make me go to sleep. I've been coughing my head off. Nope. Done. Out. Done. Out. 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 Cold.
0: It's almost like they put drugs in these
1: things. It's almost <laughs> like they do. Like it's literally just a sedative. Yeah. That's the slogan uh... for Benadryl, right? Like you can't cough if you're in a coma. Yeah,
0: that's, <laughs> that's the key.
1: Anyway, to, to the, to the boys. That this child has loved before. Let's talk about it. I'll,
0: I'll tell you one thing,
1: Ethan. Did you write a letter to all the boys that you loved before back in high school? Let's talk about that. you
0: doing a little red and link? Yeah,
1: I told you. I watch Good Mythical Morning every morning now. Oh, look at you. I wake up, look at my phone, which is the worst thing you could possibly do with your life. That's like the one thing they tell you not to do is like wake up and look at your phone, but whatever. Oh, I do that don't every currently, single day. Don't currently have a job. Don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do that every single day, even when I had a job. but Oh, I shouldn't admit that I don't have a job. I do that every day anyway. Yeah, I voluntarily quit. We know this yeah. about me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I look at my phone every morning. I don't yeah, watch so I, w- I wake up GMM. and I'm like,
1: hey, there's a GMM now. Well, I just decided I needed a, like a routine. I needed a, to, to engage in more of content that I was more actual content and less like, what is somebody complaining about on Twitter?
0: Yeah, Twitter is my life though. It's
1: like I got up this morning and watched an episode of Good Mythical Morning with Jack Jacksepticeye. Do you like Jack Jacksepticeye? I do after watching this episode of Good Mythical Morning. I've never actually watched his
0: videos before. He just looks really annoying. He definitely looks really annoying. Looks like somebody I wouldn't get along with irl but then i've watched a few of his videos and the same thing happens every time with these giant gamer youtubers is i'm like there's no way i would like this dude's videos pewdiepie he's the most famous person ever i'm not a teenage girl i'm gonna think this is stupid this is hilarious i love every second of this right it's amazing as soon
1: as he started talking i was like oh this guy's irish he could just he could say anything and I would think yeah, it was cool.
0: Yeah. And the same thing happened is like, as soon as I saw Markiplier, I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's such a big YouTuber. He got invited to the red carpet for some event. That's insane. He probably sucks. I'm going to hate his content. Oh my God. <laughs> Markiplier I every second of is this. <laughs> actually
1: hilarious though. So
0: is Jacksepticeye. He's I, so I funny. I haven't
1: listened to or watched any of his videos. I probably will, but yeah. I just, I don't understand in general. Like I always claim to not understand the concept of like gaming videos. And then I watched them. like, I get this, but then I never I know why I get it.
0: You know, I think it's, it's its own kind of ASMR, man. It's like a trance.
1: I think you're right, but it's like because the only time I ever watch him is if I'm like, hey, I don't know if I want to buy this video game. I'm gonna watch somebody famous play it and decide if I want to get it or not.
0: Man, that's gonna be a great way to sell video games. Jacksepticeye is way funnier than the story of like EA's Battle front too accurate
1: <laughs> it was like that's always worked for me like i watched hank green play uh like assassin's creed brotherhood and i was like i have to have this game and then turns out i mean it was still fun but it wasn't as funny as hank no. green being bad at it.
0: it it didn't take john green playing fifa for me to want to play fifa every minute of every day
1: no but every time i watch john green play fifa i really want to play fifa yeah and then,
0: I'm like, and then somehow FIFA's i the go best.
1: start playing fifa and the experience is lacking
0: yeah it is. Because, yeah, I, I completely agree. But, like, when you and I played FIFA in college...
1: Yeah, the, see, that's the thing. Is the, the, the experience of FIFA is not lacking because I watched John Green play it. It's because that I can never go back to what we had. Sophomore the, the, year of the, college. The
0: Dons? To the Dons. The, this, those were the original Dons.
1: One day we're going to have to tell that story.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll do a brunch and do, like, college stories, and that'll be one of them. Oh, my gosh. People, email us. What questions do you have about college? Do you want advice? Do you want to know what to do in class? Do you want to know what college was like for us? Please email us. BaconandEggsMedia at gmail.com. We will answer all of them. Anyway, I want to talk about this movie. We literally haven't said anything about this movie. That's okay. That's okay. Um, We're giving the people what they want. What they want. what What they pay for. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, if you want to pay for it, we'll write you a thank you note. Go over to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. This is a secret I'm just going to share with you, listener. If you go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and sign up for the $1 reward tier, it will not charge you until October 1st. We will send you a letter in the mail saying thank you so much before Patreon even charges you. How cool is that? That was my little... Me and the listener. Ethan didn't hear that. He didn't know what I just said. This was an aside between you and I, listener. An aside? That's a literary term. Shakespeare used those. There's one actually after the speech in Romeo and Juliet, where Juliet's like, wherefore art thou Romeo? And then Romeo says something to the crowd from the bushes, but Juliet doesn't hear him. It's called an aside. It's like breaking the fourth wall. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is is that Romeo, Romeo is Deadpool. Anyway, Ethan, I want to talk to you about, don't worry about whatever just happened. I want to talk to you about this movie, Ethan. I love Peter Kavinsky. I don't mean this in like a, I love the character kind of way or like a, you know, I thought it was really well written. I mean to tell you I'm in love with Peter Kavinsky. I want to date that 17 year old boy. (laughs) 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 I would advise not saying that. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha not, I mean, obviously not actually, but there are a lot of teen movies and there are a lot of reprehensible and terrible characters on both ends of the spectrum. One thing I really liked about this movie as far as teen movies go is that like it went right in the face of what it was talking about. Like it was trying to like it, it tried to anyway. It tried to be like, these are stereotypical characters. This is LJ or whatever her name is. Yeah, you're absolutely sh- right. She's a nerd. And this is Peter Kavinsky and he's a jock. But I didn't feel like they were nerd and jo- I felt like this is a school where you can just be friends with whoever the crap you want and it really doesn't matter And I don't know if that was to the film's credit or a disservice to the film But I didn't feel like Laura Jean was like unpopular Yeah undateable Right like undesirable in any way No
1: I think she was just the girl that had never had a boyfriend
0: And read romance novels Yeah she was All like, by the same author She was
1: just like that girl <laughs> Right uh, But no that is the one thing I actually really liked about this movie Is that I was so prepared for the ending to be so predictable And for it to just be like oh 20 minutes before the movie Movie ends. Peter turns into this terrible jerk bag and gets back with Jen. And Laura Jean ends up hooking up with Josh. and Josh I was,
0: is never going to be the guy. I was
1: so ready for that. And then, and then they gave Peter the opportunity when it was like, oh, he went back to Jen's room after they made out in the in the hot tub. And I was like, there, there it is. There's the thing. I hate this movie. This is terrible. And then finally, Peter was just not a jerk, and they ended up together. And I was like, that is so
0: refreshing. They did end up together, and I'm glad she didn't end up with Josh because that was her sister's boyfriend, and that would have been weird. We with that being said, I have no idea, because you know there's always
1: like a, all these like teen movies and everything, there's always like a theme that you're supposed to get away from it. I have no idea what this movie was trying to sell me. No clue.
0: I don't know. I think that, I don't know, this obviously isn't the overall theme to the movie, but there was a quote in this movie that I really, really liked, that I thought was uh, she says a few things like this, um, oh, they do not show a lot of quotes for this movie.
1: Well, it is a Learn- direct-to-video movie.
0: Right. Um, she says something when she's at the diner with Peter Kavinsky, the first time and they're opening up to each other for the first time do you remember this scene where she's like, my mom died and everything's not the same. And then Peter Kavinsky's like, my dad left. Oh yeah. Two years ago. And he's like, it's not a big deal. We don't have to talk about it. And she said in response, I don't know exactly what she said, but she said in response, something brilliant to the tune of, it is a big deal, but we don't have to talk about it.
1: That is definitely an important thing you could take away from it. And and the thing that she says later on where she's like, it's good to be able to talk about my mom. Like it's a normal thing.
0: Yeah. And Obviously that, I don't think that's like the overarching theme of the film, but no, that was something that stood but that out is
1: important. Important is like yes, it is something that's drastic and is gonna change the course of the rest of your life, but it is okay to live with it. It is okay to live with it. I think that's definitely an important message, especially for like Children of divorces and, and d- parents that die and stuff like that. I think that is an important message for kids like that, is that, like, y- you're allowed to keep living your life. You don't have to be burdened every day with, wow, my mom died. How can I live my life according to that?
0: Right, right. So I thought that was important. I also... And, and, and I thought... It, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go You right ahead, please. Y- no,
1: y- I... It, obviously it was not to the same extent and, and thankfully everything's fine But it's like I got a certain degree of that In my own life Where it, Like My mom did have cancer And thankfully she's fine It's been like 12 years Everything's good We're all good It's been 12 it's years? It's been 12 years Yeah Or 11 dang, at least
0: Dang She's
1: over the 10 year threshold Of like You know Warning signs or whatever Right Um, So she did have cancer She beat it Everything's good But there was definitely A period of time Where like People not necessarily my, my close group, but like people that were that were sorta of close with me and knew what happened expected me to act a certain
0: way because of that. Right. They, they expected you to let it define you.
1: Right. It's like all of a sudden I had to be the cancer kid. And I'm like, I'm not just I'm not gonna do that. It's like that's not that how the conversation with me and my parents went down. It's like my parents set right. me down, they're like, This is what's happening and everything's probably gonna be okay, but it might not, but it probably is. Right. And so I think that's a, that is an important message. But as far as the whole big thing, I really don't know what this movie's trying to sell me. Like you take away you go you watch Person What being a wildflower, wallflower, not wildflower. <laughs> thinking of tom petty um
0: and man that's a banger in case yeah yeah
1: absolutely absolutely but you you take away from that you're like it's okay to be a little bit different it's like the the people that love you are gonna love you no matter who you are as long as you're like cool with them and you take away from love simon it's like it doesn't matter if you're gay just don't be shitty to your friends
0: right like just be a nice person (laughs)
1: right and it's like all these movies have this this kind of message what is it what is the thing at the end of like a fable you know i'm talking about the there's like a word for it a moral yeah like a moral you're supposed to the 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 lesson that you're supposed to have learned from watching this i have no idea what that is for this movie and it's possibly because i'm
0: not a 16 year old girl i'm not a 16 year old girl either um i will say usually like this this theme comes up a lot in movies and i might be changing the subject i honestly don't really know how to answer the question that you're asking Um, I'm, i'm not
1: i'm just i'm just throwing it out for discussion if there is any it's just I, I I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from
0: it yeah well let me let me pivot and see if we can pivot look at pivot <laughs> look at a few situations in the movie that yeah, I felt it. like this didn't advance the story in the way I expected it to um
1: there were a couple hard yeets in this movie that I thought added a lot to it
0: so obviously the f- filming of her in the hot tub with Peter Kavinsky is like some what a violation of her privacy. But at the same time, I didn't personally think that there was really anything wrong with that. Yeah,
1: I think it was like, just the implication that they were, like, having sex in public. But they weren't. They like, weren't. she was
0: completely dressed. Right.
1: But it was a hot tub that prevented people from really seeing what was going on, you know, below the
0: waistline. I, I guess. I don't know. I saw that and I was like, it, oh, look, somebody got a picture of that. It felt <laughs> really forced in the movie. It felt very forced. But I did. Like if she had taken her, you know, if she was in, like, a bikini or something, that would have been different. Um... Although then it would have been like Westworld, and I would have been like, why do you have to take everybody's clothes off all the time?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did like Peter's reaction, though.
0: I thought that was genius. Yeah,
1: when when he just straight up – And this is, I think, part of the message, if not the entire thing, is to, like, sometimes you need to talk about these things on the head of it. And he literally just turned around. He's like, hey, by the way, I'm the guy who has all the power here. I'm admitting that. And I'm going to stand up and say, hey, nothing happened. Stop being mean to this girl about it. Right. And that was good. I mean, I think that's an important lesson for people to learn. Is that like if you are in the position where you can do something about it, do something about it then and there, like, don't let the rumor mill take over.
0: Now, I will say I would have thought Laura Jean would have been more upset about the conversation she heard between Jen and Peter while she was on the bleach. Agree, disagree. I think she was adequately
1: or... upset because I think that she truly believed that Peter wasn't into her and that she was like, this is what I signed up for. I deserve this because on some level That's... it is like that was the whole plan was that he was going to get back with Jen and she was going to. Yeah, but
0: the moment you put movies you have to watch on your fake dating contract, including 16 Candles and Fight Club, it's not a fake right. dating right. contract that was, anymore. That was the thing
1: I thought immediately. I was like, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, this is so predictable. These two are going to be so in love because they're so compatible. Right. Because they've both got that movie that the other one's like, wait, you haven't seen this?
0: Right. And they, Have and they're you both seen Sixteen like, Candles? Yeah. Have obvious. you seen Fight Club? Yes. I've never seen Sixteen Candles.
1: It's worth a watch. It's not as good as The Breakfast Club or Ferris Bueller, but it's worth a watch.
0: Interesting. I've heard that.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny. It's like it's more so than most of the other like '80s movies, like the Brat Pack movies. It is like a chick flick. It's like it definitely it... appeals more to girls. Like it's it's not weird science. It's like the other end of that. Right. But it's a good movie. I mean, it's it's funny. Uh, and and the character they talk about is incredibly racist. Yes, the, I can
0: tell just from that. The, one There's scene. just like
1: a Chinese exchange student who is, and that's part, and that's part of the whole thing of this movie. What is that? It doesn't matter that they're Asian.
0: Oh, I love that. That is not brought up at all. Yeah. And their Bill Maher-looking dad is just. This
1: movie does hit every teen movie trope like all of them because it's like you start off you've got oh well like one of the parents isn't there for whatever reason you've got like probably too many kids for that situation you got the dad that doesn't really know what he's doing but like by god he's trying yeah he's like he's trying to make a normal life he's making korean food and they're all like all right let's just pretend
0: it's good for dad you've got i'll tell you let me tell you about the dad real quick the way the dad is written is mind-blowingly happy for me the dad in this movie wants his daughter to be dating. He genuinely wants his daughter to be happy and experiencing the things that she should be experiencing. Right. He didn't
1: do any of the like, man. If you if you hurt my
0: daughter, I'll kill you. Oh my. He gosh. was just like,
1: hey, no drinking, no drugs, whatever.
0: I think he says no touching there. But then later in the movie, he like gives her condoms. Oh
1: no, no hands. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah,
0: yeah. But he's you know he's a gynecologist, so he has this like very clear. That was that was the next. Understood.
1: That was the next trope I was going to point out is like way too comfortable talking about his daughter's sex life it's it's all of the things that make up yeah. you know, you've got the sister going to another country to go to college and it's what, just what like, is that it's just unreachable and like is is everything you want to look up to you've got the wackadoo best friend
0: i love the little sister too
1: Yeah, you got the crazy little sister. It's like it's it's every John Green book, it's perks of being a wallflower, it's the all the Dan Levitan novels, and 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 like Easy A all rolled into one giant movie.
0: Yeah. I love that the little sister is popular.
1: Right. It's like she she goes, I had to cancel plans to hang out with your boring ass on a Saturday night. Right.
0: And she's like at lunch, you know, we had to rotate, who sat with who. One thing I didn't feel like was stressed well enough, maybe I was paying attention at the wrong times, was how afraid Laura Jean was of driving.
1: I think that was very much stressed. I felt like, and like a little bit racist.
0: Yeah, that was the only moment where I was like, oh, the really? Asian girl can't drive? But it's, it's a book. Netflix. It is a book um, written
1: by an Asian woman. So whatever. Whatever. No biggie.
0: Um, but I just felt like that was. Th- plus, she drives a Subaru. She's not going to get hurt. <laughs> She's just
1: so scared. I mean, that and that that is a thing. Especially they live in a city. It seems like where it's like perfectly reasonable for her to get a ride from somebody else
0: every day. Right.
1: It's like they live in a city, so there's obviously like some public transportation network system that is available to them, as well as they live in like the suburbs of that city. So it's like she has neighbors that can take her to school.
0: Right, and she has Peter Kavinsky. Yeah. What did you think of Josh? Didn't really know why he was in the movie. Tell you the truth. I I didn't either. I like, I kept thinking he was going to come in and have a bigger part. And it was just kind of like at the beginning, she was like, I used to have a crush on Josh.
1: No, I don't. And then my sister started dating him. And...
0: Right. And to me, that's such like an obvious, like Netflix put out two movies with the same sort of problem premise. Like I watched Kissing Booth as well, which you didn't watch. So I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it for you. That's fine. I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> right. You weren't required to. But the the premise in that one is that there's this girl who's born on the same day as her male best friend and she has a crush on the older brother of her male best friend and the problem is that she wants to date the older brother and it's it's like this weird like these weird familial problems i don't know i didn't i don't think there was one time in high school where i was like i really liked that girl but my brother already dated her and me and ben weren't far enough apart where it would have been like impossible for that you to guys happen. were like three years apart okay it never happened to ben and jonathan i mean that's true and ben dated girls who were maybe not my age but like closer in age to me yeah but you
1: didn't date girls your age
0: or older That's scary. These girls are mature.
1: Um, but I mean, that I, I imagine that is definitely a real thing that happens. Like, it's been written about enough that I'm sure that, I think it's usually the other way around, though, is like the older sibling brings home the friend or whatever, it, or the boyfriend and the little sister becomes, like, obsessed with that person.
0: That di- this actually did, I was actually in one of these situations. I take it back. When I was growing up, I was friends with a guy, he was on the swim team with me, but he went to the rival high school, and he was like two or three years older than me, and he had a little sister who was two years on the dot years younger than me, and her and i went on a few dates even though i was like friends with him yeah well it's like i it couldn't we- i couldn't date ben what my brother yeah obviously not i mean there's multiple reasons there, but like,
1: <laughs> if you had a sister ben's age i'd be like that's weird that
0: is weird yeah they're in a whole other tax bracket of yeah. age it's
1: like josh should have thought that was weird
0: yes josh should have been very uncomfortable with that situation because right. it seems like what is he a senior i'm
1: thinking he's a senior and he's a year he's a year younger than uh than margo and then <laughs> what a stupid freaking name Except she like, wasn't. No she wasn't whatsoever. like a manic pixie dream girl, though.
0: No, the best friend
1: was right. What? No, nobody was. There wasn't one. Oh no. The... This is a movie about girls.
0: Yeah, but the best friend of Laura Jean, Chris. <laughs> yeah, that girl's a manic pixie dream girl. Yeah, if she got her own story. Right. There is easily a story written. Oh, about you could that easily yeah, you could easily
1: write or... a story about like about Chris. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then I fell in love with this girl who said whatever she wanted to whoever she wanted. <laughs> right. She, she had once this... told off the gynecologist because he was a man. She had
1: this real. Quiet friend who like dated the most popular guy in school.
0: Right, you know what? I'm pulling up my fan fiction.
1: <laughs> there, I, I would advise reading the book. And also, it's two sequels before you write a fan fiction. There's two sequels? There's two sequels to this book. How? I have no idea. I guess that one of them is about the conflict between Homeboy that shows up at the end of the movie and and uh, Peter.
0: But Here's here's my thing. The guy that shows up at the end of the movie doesn't matter. Right. It's just a funny little thing. Because right.
1: I was the whole time thinking, like, what happened to that guy? He doesn't matter. Because, like, like, one guy didn't get his letter. We showed Josh. We showed... Lucas, the gay guy, Lucas the gay guy. yeah, and we showed obviously Peter Peter. Yeah. and so it's just like the whole time it was in the back of my mind, like there's a there's a fifth person involved here.
0: I I was if you're the creator of this film, you Ethan are given this book. Do you just make it four people? Yeah probably. I probably make it 3 honestly. Yeah. Maybe four, but like
1: the, there's the the whole point of the 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 kid that like didn't get the letter, what why?
0: That's true. Like what's the what's the point What of is that? the purpose of that? I guess it's so that she can see that they went out like through the mail. Yeah,
1: I mean that's that's valid. That's valid. I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I was creator. Honestly, if I was the creator of this movie, I would shoot the first act the exact same way. Like intro, the whole thing was fine. It was really well shot. It was like a Wes Anderson movie. It was like you gave Wes Anderson the reins of like a teen
0: comedy. There's a lot of like head-on
1: shots. Yeah, like really good Wes Anderson shots, and a lot of color, a lot of unrealistic expectations for what a teenager's room looks like. You didn't think that was? I thought her room looked perfect.
0: I mean, the walk-in closet's a bit excessive. Th-
1: but. Like that, that's the thing. It's just the extravagance of these rooms. It's like when when Simon has the full like chalkboard wall in oh, in his absurd. like in his bed alcove. Yeah,
0: it's like what what like houses are office. like this? Yeah yeah
1: whose house is like this
0: yeah but her room's not that ridiculous like it's a pretty square room and then it's got a walk-in closet but her dad is a gynecologist he's probably pretty i mean wealthy. true
1: but it's just like i i don't know i feel like real teenagers don't actually have rooms that look like that
0: i have no idea what teenagers are like these days the only teenager i talk to is not going to homecoming so
1: i've i've never felt more co- disconnected with the youth than watching this movie really yeah i don't know why thought- it was just like this this was the first <coughs> time where i felt like there was an actual like they were actual teenagers i know some of them weren't probably like king badge <laughs> like king badge is 30
0: <laughs> but like i felt like it was about teenagers i definitely felt like it was about teenagers i still no idea what a high school party looks like that could have no. been accurate that could have been inaccurate that was uh, a pretty
1: chill party compared to most high school parties in movies yes it's like there was correct. a bunch of people gossiping on the couch and then like somebody playing beer pong yeah it's like there weren't a hundred people in her pool in a, or his pool. right like
0: <laughs> and steve aoki wasn't there and... right
1: exactly exactly <laughs> So I, I I still have no idea what a high school party looks like uh, because the portrayal I think it's most accurate. In super bad.
0: I don't remember that. Uh... When they
1: go to the party, and it's just like a bunch of people drinking and hanging out.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't get invited to high school parties. Didn't then. Don't know. I would hope not now. I wouldn't go now if somebody was like, "Yo, Mr. Carlin, you should come to this party." I would be like, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> Negative, oh Ghost Rider. That is that is a that is all sort of. <laughs> Let I'm me tell get you what
1: <laughs> I'm not doing this weekend. <laughs> Going to a high
0: school party. Oh. But yeah, it, it I was... I don't even want to go to college parties anymore.
1: <laughs> it was well shot. It did look <laughs> nice. It was well
0: acted, too. Yeah. I didn't feel like... Like, it wasn't uh, by even... any means
1: poorly made, especially considering I had no idea who anybody was. Yeah. Not the director, not the... Pro- I mean, Will Smith was a producer, but whatever.
0: I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: Will Smith was a producer, um, and I didn't know any of the actors. <laughs> I knew King Batch. Is Jacob Sartorius in this movie?
0: Who's Jacob Sartorius?
1: He's that guy.
0: Which Which guy? He's
1: like the... I don't know. He's like a Vine kid. He dated Millie Bobby Brown. He's like the no- he's like celebrity Birthday's number one most famous person.
0: Uh, no, he was not. Yeah, you this. know who I'm talking about, though. No, I've never seen this person in my life. You say this
1: every time we talk about Jacob Sartorius.
0: I born October second, two thousand two. It's coming out. Yep. He's five eight.
1: He just uh, made a, a a cover of Hooked on a Feeling. It looks like. a He's got a tank top that says Sartorian for life. I hate this kid. Anyway, what a guy. Anyway, I, he's just like when I think about like the youth. This is the kid I think about.
0: I like Lucas's quote: "Like you're a sexy little Rubik's cube. He can't figure you out, but he's trying." <laughs> I love I
1: love the movies with the gay friends. Like I
0: feel like I'm not crazy about the portrayal of gays in movies, in that they're always like ultra fashion forward and I don't know everyone in
1: this movie was ultra fashion forward
0: correct even even uh Laura Jean dressed like a freaking fashion model
1: well even somebody says that it's like uh Peter says that he's like Jen's gorgeous but you got style
0: (laughs) and I was like what a what a different thing Peter is such an interesting character yeah
1: because he gives about her from the very beginning
0: yeah I didn't like that he showed up and he was like, sorry, this is never going to happen. I was like, shut up, man. Well, he was still dating somebody
1: else. No, they'd broken up. They'd broken up? Yeah. Oh. I didn't know when exactly they broke up. Also, her
0: name's Jen with a G. What? Yeah. G-E-N. Oh, because it's Genevieve. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Well, they say it in the movie. Do they? That's the only reason I know. Yeah. Oh. She was in deadly sorority. I bet she was. (laughs) Um, I feel like it's a a good film, Ethan, and I enjoyed it. You gave it. it a zero. I did give it a zero. You don't have to see it. Although, listener, this episode will make a lot more sense if you see it. So for that reason, I recommend you go to Netflix.com and watch this movie. I would have thought they were all very, very young. I will say Margot's character at the beginning of the movie, I'm like, okay, that girl looks like she's in high school. And then she comes back, and I'm like, that girl's 100 years old.
1: That's what college does to you, man.
0: Yeah. Holy crap. That girl grew up a lot. She is, uh, like... Thirty.
1: She is about I bet. to be
0: thirty. We're about to be thirty. Janelle Parrish? No, she's
1: about to be thirty, in like next month.
0: I also didn't realize their last name was Covey. What is it? Covey. I think it's Covey. Covey. Because I kept th- they kept saying kept, it over yeah. and over again in the movie, and I thought it was like they were saying like Covington or something, and they were giving them some cute pet name. No, and I was like, what is going on? No. Nope. Yeah, Covey. I thought it was Cubby. C U B B Y, or like Cuddy. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out.
1: Yeah, no idea, and it's not like it's not written anywhere.
0: Yeah, it's just.
1: Oh, it's Doctor. It's just Dr. part of the Covey. movie. There we go.
0: Did you did you and high school have anything like obviously not like love letters to the all the all the boys you've loved um but did you have like uh well anything like that like a secret box of anything no not really did you ever write not like love letters that you would have like sent in the mail but like love notes and stuff
1: almost certainly i really don't remember though
0: i don't either i'm sure i did yeah i think i think i wrote like a lot of weird stuff
1: but like we had we we came into, like, the like the genesis of like aol instant messenger
0: correct you could write like the the you know 2006 equivalent of what peter Kavinsky did was like setting your away message to be like hey everyone stop picking on that girl
1: <laughs> right <laughs> so it's like our our interactions like that were almost like forced to the
0: digital because of that we wanted them digital that's what i'm saying
1: yeah yeah it's like we it, it was like that's how you did things yeah, that's how you did your flirting.
0: I never did flirting. No, I'm kidding. I was such a freaking flirt in high school. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> that was my existence.
1: Uh, this is a, this is a movie, man. Okay. All right. So we're gonna take a quick break here from the movie. Uh, we've got we've got to pass the hash browns real quick.
0: Yeah, we did. Whoa, crap. Ethan, what did you think of uh, Bo Burnham's self-titled album? Bo Burnham's self-titled album. Was hysterical. It's so good. It's so funny. His best it's best stuff. It's
1: wildly inappropriate.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. And I
1: feel like plan out I feel like I have definitely he definitely did the new math bit for us. Uh, no, he or I've like didn't. I've, I've I've definitely heard it before. It was on YouTube. Was it?
0: yeah <coughs> and i remember wanting i remember that specifically going into his show thinking he better do new math because i know that one and then he it's
1: didn't. so all of his stuff is just at least this early stuff i don't really know what he's like now but it's just so wildly inappropriate yeah oh my god it was i was like oh well you can't say that you
0: can't say that in 2018 i was like bo you're white he's a born bostonian yeah something word smithsonian Aryan librarian <laughs> of the word smithsonian
1: what a what a weird thing i mean it was just it was really funny i really enjoyed it um i'm glad you made me listen to it it's it's definitely you know i've never been super super into like musical comedy again i think somebody basically told me like that was lame and i stopped listening to it but this was this was super funny uh All of his songs kind of sound the same, though. Really? Yeah, like every time he started playing the piano, I was like, "This all sounds like Sweet Home Alabama." He
0: plays guitar for some of them. Well, all the
1: ones that were played on the piano sounded like that. It was like that's the same.
0: I mean, that's the same thing with like uh, who's the violin player in uh, Dave Matthews Band? Boyd Tinsley. Boyd Tinsley. Every solo of his starts with Dick with uh, "Afternoon Delight." No, it doesn't. (laughs) Oh yeah, it does. If you listen for it, you'll hear it <laughs> everywhere. Moving forward, uh,
1: but no, it was it was super funny. I super duper enjoyed it. Um, I'm really glad you made me listen to it. it I highly recommend going and checking out Bo Burnham. I had just watched the end of Parks and Rec where he's on like the last season as like a country singer. Yeah, and that is just super mean to his dad. Yeah, and sings songs like "Got my truck and my barbecue. Hope our boys get home safe." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. He's just and, parodying and, like, the whole plays the bass. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, and so I was like, oh man, that's Bo Burnham right there, playing this 16-year-old country singer. And then I went and listened oh. to Bo Burnham, and it was super-duper funny. I really enjoyed it. Very much, very much happy you made me listen to it. I've got, I think, a good one for you this week. Okay. Um, what did you think about My Ash Browns?
0: I didn't listen to it.
1: You didn't listen to it? No. It's I, okay, been two weeks. So it's been two weeks? No, it's been like, this
0: is the second week we did this. Oh, okay. I was like, what? <laughs> I know. I know. And I don't, like, have a good excuse personally say i just it was kind of obscure to get to and then i kept meaning to send you a text i was actually thinking about it like this morning while i was cleaning my house i was like i should text ethan and get the link to that thing so i can listen to it and then i didn't and now i didn't listen to it but i will you just gotta send me the link okay send me the link i can send you a link
1: (laughs) but you're getting a different challenge this week as well okay i'm gonna inflict a punishment on you what yes that's not that's how this goes man you missed a week of hash browns it's like you missed, okay. you, you're missed. you John Green and you missed a video. You got to like, eat your body hair or something. I'm not, I think I'm more of a Hank. I'm not going <laughs> to make you do that, obviously. What I am going to make you do, since you just gave me this great idea, is I'm going to make you post a video in our Facebook group of you singing at least part of Afternoon Delight. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Okay. That's going to be hard. <laughs> Even if it's just like, if you just
1: give me a chorus or like a, like a first verse in a chorus. Right. I don't know how the chorus goes. It's, it's afternoon delight. You'll, you'll pick it up pretty quick. (laughs)
0: This is what Boyd Tinsley does. He plays the, gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight. He plays that over and over and over and over and over again on every Dave Matthews album, including the live albums, which are really the only ones (laughs) Yeah,
1: you're right. I I definitely know what you're talking about now. (laughs) Or you could also do... Through the first chorus of Hooked on a Feeling" by Blue Sweet. I'll leave it <laughs> up to you. That's my song! I'll leave it up to you. That is your that is your punishment for missing this. Oh, God. And, and since okay. since you missed it, I don't feel bad about giving you this hash brown. Okay,
0: what do I have to listen to? I'm not
1: going to make you listen to something. I'm going to make you watch oh, what something. Do have,
0: what do I have to watch?
1: You have to watch Independence Day. I have to watch Independence Day? Yes.
0: What a great one for 9-11. Today's 9-11 when we're recording, yeah, It is. Look at that. Yeah, y-
1: you have to watch Independence Day.
0: Okay, I can do that. Is it on Netflix?
1: I don't know oh gosh I doubt it (laughs) by the way that's the reason we did this movie this week is because every time we do a movie people are like is it on Netflix and we're like no this (laughs) one's on Netflix believe it or not
0: it is it's only on Netflix
1: if you really can't watch Independence Day we could figure something else out but that's my challenge to you no I'll find a
0: way to watch I'll find a way to watch Independence Day um, Let me see. I, I honestly need to figure out what exactly I need you to do this week. Okay. Hold on. Let me. Oh, that's not good. I I hold
1: find that. my baby, gonna hold her. Hold tight, her gonna time. Make some afternoon delight. Okay,
0: so Armageddon is on Netflix, but not Independence Day.
1: <laughs> I hate Netflix sometimes where it's like movies related to. I'm like, I don't care. I searched. <laughs> I don't care. I very specifically searched this one thing.
0: Yeah. All right, let me see. I could make you watch A Very Murray Christmas. God, no. So bad. Um, let me figure something out for you real quick. I you
1: said you had a hash Did I? Yeah, at the beginning. I don't remember saying that.
0: And if I did, I need to figure out what it was. <laughs> oh, I think I was going to make you watch uh, uh, Kissing Booth. That sounds terrible. I know. I don't want to do that to you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you watched... You know what? I don't know if you've watched this or not, but I'm going to assign it to you. And if you have watched it, I'll figure something else out. Um, the first as many episodes as you want to watch, minimum two. Okay. Because I think they're only 27 minutes. Okay. Of White Gold on Netflix. What is White Gold? White Gold is a... About, is about Michelle Pfeiffer? No. Oh. It is about uh, Bruno Mars lied to me. It is about uh, selling uh, windows in Essex in like the 80s. Okay. Like window flashing. Okay. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. And it's got the dude who played Chuck Bass from uh, Gossip Girl. He's the lead. Oh,
1: yeah. Totally know that guy. Uh,
0: you'll know. Don't worry. Anyway, you're going to watch Girl. this. Sh- this this is an Ethan will love this. Sh- it's a Netflix original. So anybody can join in on this.
1: All right. I'll, I'll uh, check it out.
0: On the flip side, just so we're all aware, similar to Kevin Spacey, we do not support this man and what he did to those people uh, as he was all. Also part of that whole thing, right around when this show came out, which is probably why you didn't hear about it. But the show is really good Uh and super Wait, inappropriate. Ed, anyway. Ed
1: Westwick, the Chuck Bass guy, or yeah,
0: he like yeah. he touched kids. I don't think he touched kids. I don't like this making noise right now. Well, there are
1: there are six episodes.
0: Only six? Yeah. No, oh, I think I've seen all of them. Well, I will uh, I will give it a run. Yeah, wa- watch as many as you'd like. Okay. The fir- the pilot is very very good. I love um, a good pilot. I think that they're sh- I am, they're short. I am episodes. very yeah, picky about
1: my pilots. I'll be honest with you. Well, I think you know this about me. This uh, I, b- I firmly believe that the justification, oh, you just gotta give it a season. <laughs> such crap. Like if your pilot can't sell me, I'm not interested. There are so many TV shows out there.
0: There are so many TV shows out there. I will say in defense of bad pilots, your pilot needs to be good. Your pilot shouldn't have gotten sold to the network. That's my thing say. about it. That's my thing as well. But like shows like I would talk about Arrow, but you're going to give me crap if I talk about Arrow because it's really, it's for me and nobody else. I mean, uh, I've tried Arrow.
1: Like I legitimately, as much as you've talked about it and as much as like I've given you crap for it, it's like I watched two entire seasons.
0: I can't believe you didn't like the second I
1: just season. couldn't I care. Season. I don't like any yeah. of the characters.
0: I really, Really like the, who um, Manu Bennett who plays Deathstroke, and I really like the guy they got for Death Deadshot. I think those are both amazing characters. But I'll I'll talk about something else. Iron Fist season one garbage. I haven't watched it, but I know it's garbage. Everybody's told me. Everybody agrees. Iron Fist season one was not good. Yeah. Iron Fist season two. People, everybody is like, this show is amazing now. Everybody loves it. Iron Fist season two, people give it thumbs up, I think. I think it might get like fifty something percent. In fact, I'm gonna find out because I wanna know what what, what I'm I
1: maintain about. that I love uh Marvel's uh Daredevil. Yeah, me too. And then I tried to watch Jessica Jones and the, the pilot episode of Jessica Jones is unwatchable.
0: Yeah, it's like I couldn't, and I like I couldn't even Kristen Ritter. pretend to care. I like David Tennant.
1: Yeah, I do too. I legit but I legitimately like Kristen Ritter. I liked the bad sitcom she was on with James Vanderbeek. Uh something about being a huge I don't know. It was f oh, the b. Yeah, don't trust the beat of 23. It was really funny. And I think it got canceled because it had to make room for the Big Bang Theory and Two Broke Girls. As it should have.
0: Two Broke Girls is cinematic gold. It's
1: just not. It's just so bad. It's just not, it's just not good. Uh, yeah, like, I like Kristen Ritter in, in Breaking Bad. I really want to watch Breaking Bad again because I am currently watching um, Better Call Saul. Oh, is it good? It's very
0: good. I've heard, I've heard good things, but not enough good things that I feel like I should watch it, if, you, if that it, makes it sense.
1: Is, it is like, you gotta care. You gotta, mm-hmm. you gotta wonder how like nerdy, no confidence Jimmy McGill becomes Saul Goodman. That is the only I reason don't. I care. So Interesting. Like they do a good job of selling it in that it's like an inter- it, it immediately starts in like a like a post Breaking Bad scene, like Saul's in like witness protection. What happens post Breaking Bad? I thought the show No, no was a it prequel. it is. You get that first okay. scene that's like, "Hey, by the way, this is what it's about." And he's like watching his own commercials, mm-hmm. like reminiscing on the good old days, and then it shoots you back in time to Jimmy McGill and like a young Tuco. Mm. So it's about it's about Saul, it's about Mike, and then they bring back the like villain characters.
0: Has there been any cameos from like Jesse and? Nah, we're not in that timeline yet. Uh, Um, Will it get there? I don't know. I did
1: uh, recognize a guy in the show though because he narrates audiobooks. Weird. Yeah, Dennis Boutsikaris, who's the narrator for American Gods. I was like, I recognize that voice attached to this guy that looks like um, Michael Douglas. Yeah. Yeah, looks like Hank Pym. Anyway, Michael Douglas. It's it's what he looks specifically like, (laughs) Hank Pym. Gotcha. Like. Suit hairstyle everything, but Better Call Saul is good. It's but yeah, I have, a, I have a thing with pilots. Like if your pilot can't sell me on an episode on, on on the show, it's like I'm probably not gonna watch it.
0: I think that's why the network makes sure the pilots are so good.
1: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. If, like the pilot doesn't hook me, I'm not interested.
0: Right, and I think you're the popular mentality.
1: I'm not though. I'm just not because I don't like a lot of shows.
0: I don't either. I'm. very I watch the first episode shows.
1: of a lot of shows, especially people like. I don't know how you don't like that show. And I'm like the pilot was bad. But why didn't you watch the rest of the first season? Because I don't have time.
0: It it is time consuming. What about a show like Glee, which had an excellent pilot, and an excellent first season, and an excellent second season? And then it got really bad.
1: I mean, that's an unfortunate thing that happens. Like, that definitely happens. And and it's like... Parks and Rec had a, had a good pilot, a not-so-great first or really second season, and then, like, an awesome rest of the seasons. Yeah. I don't know why I like Parks and Rec so much. It, by my rules, I shouldn't like it. Because the
0: first season makes you sit through so much. Right.
1: And then you got a, a show on the other aspect that's like like Breaking Bad, where they, they like, melt a guy.
0: Yeah. In the, Breaking Bad, now that's a pilot. Yeah,
1: in the first episode, and you're like, holy shit. This is a show I gotta watch. Oh, wow, it's not that long. This is amazing. Like the Mad Men pilot. Smoke gets in your eyes.
0: That e- easily, is... Easily
1: easily one of the best episodes of television ever made.
0: Yeah, I love the Mad Men pilot. I love the whole it show. Posted. It
1: definitely got off the rails toward the end when they started getting into, like, the 70s. And I haven't even seen the last season, but... It de- it definitely lost the plot, as all TV shows eventually do, except Breaking Bad.
0: Uh, Ross and Rachel was the thing up to the very end.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna deal with this... this I'm I'm just not even listening to arguments for Friends anymore. I'm so over why? it. Why? Because Friends is so average. It's just it not, just Friends is. is amazing. It just is. It There's so there's so many episodes. Yeah. 70% of the episodes I don't care about. Really? Yes. It's not about the plot. Yeah, it's about but that's, the chemistry. That's what I want from a show, though, is the plot. Uh, that's what I care damn. about. That's why I like even sitcoms like The Office of Parks and Rec because they have a plot. There are entire seasons of Friends that just don't matter.
0: You know what gets me is...
1: Also, all those characters are horrible people. Fun fact.
0: Who the characters in friends? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the more I get into like my late 20s... Sorry ex- excuses for human existence. In my late 20s, the more I'm like, I don't think I would have wanted to have been friends with these people. No, they all
1: suck. They're mean.
0: Yeah. They're. Mean. I don't like mean people. I don't like doing mean things. Like we have a fantasy football league where we do a lot of trash talking, and like I don't know how to handle it.
1: But I think that's I th- that's why I'm gravitated, especially with sitcoms, because it's, most of them are just about how how mean can you be to each other and still get away with it. And that's what I love about Parks and Rec is like Leslie and Ben are the nicest people
0: ever. Yeah, Leslie is like insanely, but Ron's really mean. Everybody loves Ron.
1: I mean, Ron's not mean, though. Ron truly and deeply cares about the people around him. He just won't admit it. Yeah. Because he's... everybody knows a guy like Ron. Not to the extent that Ron is, but everybody knows a guy like Ron.
0: Well, yeah, they're all... Like, that's the whole joke, is that everybody is... they st- The whole joke with Parks and Rec, and I think this is genius, is they start with these crazy, exaggerated archetypes and then mold those into characters you care about and develop them over the course of the six or eight seasons or whatever yeah and you know it starts out with like tom is this like materialistic guy like materialistic uh gold digger yeah and it ends with like entrepreneur
1: (laughs) You, you you think
0: so (laughs) well, <laughs> you I, haven't I, seen the I, last season to me to me tom's story arc ends at tom's bistro at tom's yeah bistro. the
1: the way that the first six seasons of parks and Rec ended was perfect with the unity concert with everything the seventh season ruins a lot of things it also has a very touching ending and makes a lot of, of really funny points but it isn't like it's hard to consider it canon
0: right and i i i, I don't really want to watch anything past what i've seen i think it ended so well it's
1: it's the last season is worth a watch if you take it with a shaker of salt <laughs> it's only it's it's like 11 episodes yeah so you can knock it out in a solid afternoon like it's worth a watch it is funny uh it relies a lot on the dude that i hate from workaholics being part of grizzle i hate who's the dude I hate, hate for i hate workaholics for starters i hate that show it's not funny workaholics is not uh, funny who's who's on the cast of workaholics it's the guy that looks like carrot top and Sean White had a baby that's like that guy.
0: Oh, I know who you're talking about. Not not the, Ned not the actual or whatever, fun. whatever his name is. Yeah, not the dude from uh, Pitch Perfect. You're talking about Blake Anderson.
1: I don't know who's in Pitch Perfect. The the guy with the long hair. Yeah, Blake Anderson. Sure, hate that guy. Hate that whole show. I, I never watched it. There's 86 episodes of that. Workaholics is like it's always sunny for people that are too stupid to understand. It's always sunny.
0: Wow, brutal. It legitimately. It's always is sunny though. is also a show. Is that still on TV? Yeah. Man, I missed that. Great
1: pilot. Great first couple seasons. Just totally went off the rails.
0: Yeah, you that's know, kind of how. Uh, you know what had a good pilot and then totally went off the rails. Uh, the this movie that we're talking about. Big Bang Theory. Yeah, Big Bang Theory had a great first couple seasons. Yeah. It was funny. It was new. And then it it dumbed down. Yep. As they all do. Yeah. Had to be for everybody. <laughs> Except me. Anyway, well, let's
1: talk me. about this movie. <laughs> All right. You said you had more stuff to say.
0: I do. Um, let me pull up some reviews so that I can remember what this movie is even about. Um, what do you think of the fact that they chose the perspective of the middle child for this movie? And do you think her placement as the middle child has bearing on her character? Yeah, absolutely. Like the attention's never been on her. I think that matters. Right.
1: She wants to be Margot, but she's not Margot. And she needs to realize she has her own value. And like the baby child totally gets that she has her own value.
0: Correct. The baby child legitimately likes her.
1: Right. But the baby child also realizes that her herself is important. Like, like her Kitty understands Kitty. that Kitty is important.
0: Correct. Yeah. She understands that like I am a person going through life and the experiences I have matter. But like, and I can have an impact on other people.
1: Right. You can clearly see that Margot leaves. Margot leaves and Laura Jean has no friends.
0: She has Chris. She has
1: Chris who always wants to eat lunch at Subway.
0: Yeah, man. You want to talk about like a blatant product placement. <laughs> Subway put their own emoji in this movie. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: She's like, we can't eat this contraband subway on the bleachers homie
0: subway
1: (laughs) yeah she goes to lunch the first day chris is like nope just had to go off campus and get subway
0: had a subway craving also that that reminds me why do people leave high school to go to lunch it is a half hour lunch
1: i think other people have longer lunches slash were allowed to do that we were not correct
0: We were absolutely not allowed to go off campus for lunch. That would have been insane. Nothing, nothing good would have come of it. It would take half an hour to leave if everyone was allowed to go. Yeah, it
1: took half an hour to leave every day. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I would on days we didn't have marching band. I would like leave class and bolt for my car because we had the good spots.
0: You and I got the good spots, which meant that we we were blocked in. Yes, marching band. What a good time! I still like the fact. I just want to talk more about how she doesn't seem unpopular. Like the popular girl is just one person. Yeah, and and like it doesn't even seem like people particularly like. right like jen doesn't seem like
1: like jen was at that party with one friend just chilling
0: right and it's
1: well popularity just isn't important in this movie is the thing
0: right she does mention it right when she introduces jen where she's like jen was popular and i was not
1: right and then it just immediately doesn't matter
0: Right, but like Jen says something to her and her friend immediately backs her up. Yeah, she
1: was mean about the boots. And then...
0: I did think it was weird that Chris and Jen were cousins. I didn't feel like that relationship made any sense to me.
1: Yeah, it seemed like... Oh my god, my freaking pop filter. It seemed like a relationship that was left over from the book and they were just like,
0: well, we should probably include this. Right, yeah, oh crap, we're gonna need to... He's like, I have cousins. I would not just be outwardly mean to them for no reason. Even if they were, like, rude to one of my friends, I would have been like, hey, that's not cool. That's my friend, yeah, you should, and you're my cousin. You should be nice
1: to Laura Jean. Why can't we all get along? You, used to get, right. you guys used to like each other. And It turns out Jen was super mad because Laura Jean kissed Peter
0: in middle school. That was, that was so dumb. Right, but that... I didn't care about... I don't
1: know. I, I actually thought that was perfect because that just... Jen's so petty, obviously, that, like, right. it makes sense.
0: Yeah, but she... Oh, gosh. Would you... I don't get the Josh thing. Are we back on like, why is Josh in this movie? Why is Josh in this movie like it's fine okay so your your sister has a boyfriend and you're in love with him well i think it was wrong in the first place for the sister to date him right it's like this is laura jean's friend right and laura jean's like best friend right Ugh. it's
1: like if you had an older sister that was like i'm gonna date ethan
0: what do you what, did you think it was wrong so like the mom says don't go into college with a boyfriend is that like a dying wish she's like yeah i definitely will not go to college with a boyfriend
1: I think it was just a piece of advice she took from her mom
0: it seemed weird that she broke up with him going to college
1: I don't think that's true at all really? I think that their relationship didn't matter as much to her as it did to Josh and she was like I'm going to school in Scotland Yeah. let I me tell you what I'm not dealing
0: with my high school boyfriend right. I think <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that was an important thing though is like it's okay to not go to college with the guy you dated or not still dating the guy you went to, to in high school to college it's okay to break up with the guy you dated in high
0: school for you know when you go to college <coughs> you don't even have to try to make that distance thing work.
1: Right. It's like, I think that's important because there's a lot of pressure there to like maintain every relationship, but it's like high school relationships, unless they are really something special are generally just high school relationships.
0: Well, and I think it's very hard for high schooler to see that perspective and see that possibility. Uh, Like I know I didn't, I definitely took my girlfriend into college or I took the weight of that relationship to college with me. Um, I wasn't going to Scotland. I was going across the state, but uh, we were still roughly together for my first year of college.
1: The girl that I was dating before I left for college broke up with me like a week before we left.
0: Why? Oh, because she was cheating on me. Oh, nice. You don't have to say his name. I mean, I'm not going to leave that.
1: I'm just saying like, that was a legitimate thing. Is it like she was she was messing around with some other dude?
0: Interesting. I I think I knew that. As soon as you said it, actually, I knew that I knew that. Yeah.
1: So it was like, that was a weird thing. And like, I don't think I particularly did anything with that information uh, because I didn't really date anybody my freshman year of college. But it's like, it definitely was nice not having to deal with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, it opens up like you meet so many people in that new world that you could not have imagined meeting, especially like from our perspective. Like We went to a high school of like 800 students and then went to a college of not a ton but of you know five times as many six times as many right there's a lot of people and and there's there's no way to perceive of that many people and
1: like trying to do the distance relationship thing while you're a freshman in college i just i feel like i've never hardly seen it work yeah it's like if you guys are going to college together like go for it and i'm not i'm not telling anybody not to go for it i'm just saying like don't you don't need to feel pressured because oh it's what i did in high school i have to do it in college right like No one cares.
0: Yeah, those decisions you're making at 18 that you think determine the rest of your life, don't.
1: Like, I promise you, your mom is not going to be like, oh, wow, you broke up with Christopher? Like, I
0: hate you. How dare you? How dare you?
1: (laughs) Right. It's like, your parents don't care. Nobody cares. It's like, he's going to move on. You're going to move on. Everyone's going to move on. Probably, or if it's meant to be, Christopher will find his way back into your life. Yeah. If it's if meant it's to meant be, be, it'll be,
0: it'll be. It'll be. It'll be. Baby, if it's meant to be. I thought I should get a cold and become a country singer. I
1: still think we need to release country songs.
0: Country, like really basic country songs. I mean, I'm
1: down. Like we can make this happen.
0: Bo Burnham style country music.
1: Right. Like I said, I'll, I'll tell, tell you Blue Jean one thing, Friday.
0: Ethan, this movie clocks in at 134 minutes. No. That would be way longer. Ninety nine minutes. An hour and an hour and thirty nine minutes. Was that too long? Yes. You thought it was too long. I felt
1: like it went on forever.
0: I felt like it didn't emphasize the right things.
1: Yeah, I got forty five so minutes like, in and I was like, What are they gonna do with the rest of this hour?
0: Yeah, I felt exactly the same way. But I also felt like like I didn't. I was dissatisfied with the building of her relationship with Peter. Like the recovery of the bad things that happened was satisfying, and at the end, I was satisfied with their relationship. But I felt like oh, I
1: enjoyed watching them fall in love, but not realize it.
0: I felt like it happened in like thirty seconds. No,
1: nah, no, nah, it happened over months.
0: Right. It ha- it, it, but it because it was happening since over day 30 one. Thirty seconds of film. No, no, no,
1: no, no. It happened. It happened since day one of the relationship. It's like every time Peter had an opportunity to be a jerk, he just wasn't. Yeah, he's so nice. It's like he would still say things like, "Oh well, you know, when I get back with Jen, she's." He's going to love this or whatever. But it's like he legitimately cares about Laura Jean. You could tell immediately.
0: Yeah. From the different. From yeah, he's doing this whole thing of, I'll tell you one detail that really opened my eyes to his character was when they were like, when he was like, you've never dated anyone. and She was like, you've only dated one person. Right. So he's going over this like immense initial heartbreak and doesn't realize what's happening. Right. That he's immediately falling. Right. He has no idea girl. because
1: he's just like, I got to get Jen back. I got to get Jen back. I got to get Jen back. Fight club. Right. And then all of a sudden he finds that he finds this girl who's obviously way better for him. Cause she's like, yeah, I'll watch fight club fight club. Club. I got the feeling yeah. that Jen never watched Fight Club. Like, that, oh, that wasn't said, but it was just like, when, when Peter got the opportunity to show somebody that movie, he was so excited. On one hand, I was like, seriously, Fight Club, come on, do better.
0: One thing I wanted them to revisit... And they didn't. Do you think Peter Kavinsky would drink whatever he wants as long as it's got a drop of pee in it? Yeah. Or do you think he'd drink water? I think he would absolutely drink the pee. What would you do? What was the options? You could only drink water. You can only drink water for the rest of your life, or you can drink whatever you want for the rest of your life, but it's got to have a drop of yellow pee in it. I would take the
1: pee. Really? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The pee. I drink a lot of beer, man. It already tastes like pee.
0: <laughs> it looks like what pee. What was I drinking? Like, I was drinking a Corona Light. Corona Light. pea. Like pee. Drinks like pee. <laughs>
1: Is that their slogan? (laughs) (laughs) I can see
0: that on the the bottle. (laughs) Drinks like pee. Drinks like piss.
1: It's Modelo time!
0: <laughs> Modelo does not drink like piss. Neither does Landshark. There's all these great cerveza-like beers that don't drink like right. piss. Right,
1: but neither does Corona Extra, which is what you should be comparing it to. Don't drink Corona Light.
0: I mean, this was just what was in the I know, I'm just saying,
1: I'd... don't expect Corona Light to be good.
0: Yeah, I was like, holy crap, this smells Corona like Corona Light
1: is like a light, light beer. It's like if they made like a light Michelob piss. Ultra Light.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you ever do you, What do you think of Coors Banquet? I don't like it. No?
1: I prefer Coors Light to Bud Light. I prefer Bud Heavy to Coors Light. Or to Light. Oh, Heavy. Oh,
0: Budweiser. Bud the Wiser is the best of the heavy light beers.
1: Yeah, the, the American premium light lagers. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. It, it, Coors Banquet comes in the little stubby bottles, which is cool. Uh, it's,
0: it is very it's cool.
1: It's got like a neat aesthetic. It's like yellow. Yeah, very cool. What about like bush heavy? No,
0: I would rather have course heavy. What what is a diesel? If I said we're drinking diesels, what are we drinking? A, a Budweiser, yeah, Budweiser, the Bud Diesel. Okay.
1: That's that's what some parts of the world call a Bud Heavy. Ugh, it's Bud
0: Diesel. Bud Diesel. Um, I thought it was weird they didn't revisit the the Mountain Dew pee thing. I also thought when he said I couldn't give up Mountain Dew, I was like, you could you could pick any drink to not give up, and you chose. Dew. he was like a Dew. sophomore, maybe. He was a senior. No, 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 oh, not no. He said
1: that that was before he uh, started dating Margot. Yeah,
0: and then when he starts dating her, he says Look, stick with Margot. what. What is the
1: point of Josh? I don't know. I'm still not getting it. I'm like, I feel like there's something I'm missing here with Josh. Josh is supposed to teach a lesson. All Josh does is come in and do that weird friend thing where it's like, your boyfriend doesn't care about you, man. Oh, I care about you. He shows
0: up at the end. There's the scene where Margot, Josh, Laura Jean, Peter, and Kitty all confront each other. And Josh teaches a lesson in that scene that Laura Jean thought she loved him because he was the only guy that she ever got to know.
1: Right. That's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. She liked Josh because Josh was a guy that was around.
0: Yeah, because she took the time to get to know Josh. All right,
1: and clearly when she took the time to get to know Peter, she loved Peter. Which, just a friendly reminder, this movie is awesome specifically because she ends up with Peter. Because
0: Peter's awesome. Yeah,
1: like like every every movie, especially the ones about girls, have this moment where like the guy turns out to not be who he says he is, and it's actually the friend she should have been in love with all the time but Peter like it happens in uh in uh, in Easy A where Emma Stone's on a date with a guy and he turns out to be a huge jerk and she should have been dating Lobster Todd the whole time
0: Man you know a lot more about this It's EZA a really good
1: movie okay it is a really good movie
0: <laughs> I haven't seen Easy I, I saw it once and I I remember being like, yeah. people think this is really yeah. good. People because it are is. Wrong. No,
1: it is really good. You need to go back and revisit it. You're wrong. And I've like it is a really
0: good movie. It's, it's- uh it's like the modern ad- adaptation of The Scarlet Letter, yes. right? That's the that's the But story. it is very funny. It's got Stanley Tucci. It's witty. Wow, I literally I said that and just so you know, the synopsis of this movie starts with the sentence, "Nathaniel Hawthorne's The Scarlet Letter is reimagined as a contemporary high school comedy in this tale." Of yeah, a I mean no, student. it's not
1: it's not like They they nail it on the nose. It's a real thing. Right. She wears the A. A. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I knew that. And uh, uh, Amanda Bynes is in it. She's a popular girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Lisa Kudrow is a huge.
0: Lisa Kudrow is a. Yeah. She's like a grown up. Yeah. She she
1: like cheats on her husband. And and Emma Stone catches her at it. But it's like it's it's worth it for the scene where like because they they have a uh, they have like a the two Holly Hunter I think. Is who it is. And um and Stanley Tucci have like a black son that they clearly adopted because neither of them are black. And the, the child says something about being adopted, and Stanley Tucci's just like, What? You're adopted? Who told you? How did wow, you know? Who told and you? And it's just hysterical because it's Stanley Tucci. It's it's you know, it's Caesar Flickerman. He's just playing everything up. He's hilarious. And he is the epitome of the dad that is like way too cool for his own good. But yeah. it is a funny movie. And it, it shares a lot of parallels with this movie in that like they have a similar development, it just goes the other direction. Because she stays with Peter instead of the guy that seems awesome. But Josh isn't awesome. No, I know, but, like, they're not... (laughs) that's what I'm saying Peter Peter seems awesome and she stays with Peter instead of the, the guy that seems awesome being terrible
0: right and and there, there's the turn the turn I isn't think a turn shows, that's
1: what's so great about this movie
0: yeah I think what, what it shows as a viewer when you heard that he went to Jen's room were you like what? A
1: no I instantly knew I was like he went to Jen's room to call it off she's gonna get mad they're gonna get back together
0: yeah I felt this like this movie was I so
1: trust, predictable
0: I trust Peter yeah this movie is but I think that's important I think you know, it's not nothing to say that I trusted Peter at this moment. Like, he really had to...
1: No, the movie does a very good job of painting Peter as this, like, excellent guy. Yeah. He's got a couple things wrong with him. Like, he's definitely still obsessed with Jen for part of it. But, like, Peter is an excellent guy. And he is uh, you know... just super nice to Laura Jean in ways that, that girls imagine guys are.
0: Here's what I want to say is the theme of the movie. I think we've reverse engineered it. Okay. I think I've gotten to Okay. It. A lot of young people, especially digital age, Tinder dating, all of that, need to learn the lesson that it is okay to have baggage yeah and that is what this movie teaches she asks Peter straight up do you still care about um Jen and then there's a scene later on where she talks to Josh and he's like Josh do you still love Margo and he was like I did it first and there was a lot of feelings there and then and
1: it's like maybe he doesn't always love Margo but he's never gonna not care about Margot.
0: right he's always going to remember that first relationship and it's it's okay that it hurts that they broke right. up and it's okay that it hurts that your mom died and it's okay that it hurts that your dad left well
1: and especially coming from from people that are, are you know we're a little bit older than these people and we've been through uh, several of these at this point you and i both have it's like you right your brain remembers the good times a lot more than you remember the bad times yeah and it's like it, the person that you're with just kind of has to deal with that it's like especially if you guys live in the same place you do the same things it's like you're gonna have moments of deja vu where it's like i had this good time with this other person and now i'm having
0: this good time with you and that's not like even necessarily a bad no it's thing, not a bad thing like, at
1: all like it's okay to have like, a past like
0: yeah it, it happened today we were driving to my parents house to deliver them like a case of water and the girl that like you know the quote unquote girl next door you know this about my history and everything the girl that like led me on through high school who i always thought might have been the the girl to be lives in my parents neighborhood and we drive past her house and her car's there and every time we drive past it like i notice it and it's not even like a i think anything's going to happen like i think she's engaged now i'm very happy about that if she called me and was like i think we should get together i'd be like why on earth would we do that i'm married i'm not interested right (laughs) etc but even still, driving past that house and seeing her car, I'm always like, I know that car. Yeah. It's and like, it's like, it's never something you're going to forget. Uh, it, you it's know. not a problem. Right. It's not a problem. It's not anything like that. But it's it's something that happened in my right. past. And there's like, and every time I drive up that street, you know, my parents like live at the top of a hill in like a cul-de-sac. So there's, there's a good number of houses up the hill. There's houses I notice and houses I don't. I'll see her house. I'll see our friend John's house. I'll see our friend Nolan's house. I'll see our friend Patrick's house. And there's other houses that I just don't even look at. Yeah. And, uh, and that's just sort of like the, that, that's not probably heavy emotional baggage, but that is like a result of my experiences. I notice these things that I otherwise wouldn't.
1: Right. It's like, I I have a lot of that going on right now because I did just move back to a place that I spent, um, a lot of time with or a lot of time in with the girl I dated before the girl I'm dating right now. And so it's like, I'll go everywhere and I'm like, Oh, we did this thing here and did this here. And it's like, nothing wrong with that. It's not like I'm sitting here, gosh, I wish I could get back with my ex. It's like, Wow, this is a really small town.
0: Yeah, you it's get like, over it though. No, I
1: know I'm not. It's not even getting over it. It's not something I'm upset about. It's just like wow, I have these memories.
0: Yeah, yeah. these memories do exist. And so I think I that's... mean, luckily
1: I'm in a relationship where it's like I can have those conversations. Um, you know, with my girlfriend, she's she's very understanding with like yeah, the fact that, that you have that I have a past and 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 that like we did these things. And it's like you know, there's only so many combinations of things that people can do. It's like right. the patterns are going to come up. Right. And and I think that I think you're right. That I think that is important, especially to remember in this digital age for a lot of people that are expecting to find a Tinder date with no baggage. Yeah. It's, it's like, like, dudes, let me tell you what. Girls with no baggage are not on Tinder. <laughs> they're just not. They're, they're yeah, the girls they're, sitting they're there. They're
0: not putting themselves right, out there They're like the girls that. sitting there going,
1: man, I just don't trust Tinder.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what what uh, the important lesson to learn for...
1: Girls with no baggage are married to the guy they dated in seventh grade. Like, right.
0: And that's the important lesson that uh, Laura Jean learns in this movie is... She had baggage, she didn't realize with a guy, and that's Josh, and that's his role. And then she Right. It's like
1: and that's exactly what Cheater's Ben says. Baggage. Is that like you're not as innocent as you claim to be because you still have these problems. Right. It's like you're you're being just as or who says it about him falling in love with the girl that he's not supposed to be with? Who is it that says the movie? Or has says it in the movie? It's like you're worried about you fell in love with the girl the guy that doesn't have feelings for you, but really it's Peter that fell in love with the person that doesn't have feelings
0: for him. Oh, that was the gay friend. Yeah,
1: and, and that was so right. It's just like cause she she's the one being difficult about it. Right, and I mean, with obvious reasons, it's like, yeah, you, you can't go back to your your ex's hotel room at this like high school f- fest and expect to yeah. get away
0: with it. Right, yeah, that's that's gonna look bad.
1: <laughs> it's like that whole concept of the ski trip. I was like, nobody's parents are cool with this. Nobody's parents are. I thought it was very weird trip. that like
0: they show up in King Batch is like you're supposed to be rooming with your roommate you signed up with, but screw it, you bunch of. F- yeah like and then then they like the filmmakers try to explain it away w- because laura jean asks chris where the chaperones are but that didn't answer the question for me i was like where are, where the, are chaperones? the chaperones it's just like <laughs> does this happen. Okay? it's like that's not
1: a real thing right it's like parents care parents definitely care and i think there's and,
0: definitely an easy enough creative way And if there's
1: anything i learned from high school it's that parents always
0: know oh yeah you're not hiding anything nothing They
1: <laughs> have a Absolutely, absolutely know what's going on. And th- they nail that right on the head when the dad's like, hey, here's some condoms. I know what goes on at this thing. Margo went to this thing.
0: Right, yeah. but uh, well, yeah, th- th- they're not hiding anything from the parents. I remember I would hide beer on, like, the top shelf of my closet thinking my parents had no idea. When was that? Like, in college. <laughs> 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 like, go home for summer. And oh, I no, I, I got home for,
1: for summer after freshman year, and my dad was like, hey, you want a beer? <laughs> uh... And I was like, I remember. Actually, honestly, beer tried to kill my best friend this last semester, so no. <laughs>
0: beer didn't try to kill me. Whatever. Alcohol tried vodka. to kill you. Skill shots. Hey, kids! If Somebody's like, hey, we put skittles in these vodka so they change colors. It's still just vodka. Don't eat the skittles. And it w- don't eat the skittles and don't drink the vodka. Yeah. If you've never drank before,
1: shots is a bad idea.
0: <laughs> you can, it's okay. Like, if there's one amount of peer pressure you need to be okay with, or like, okay with saying no to, it's shots. Pushing beyond your tolerance. Yeah. And if you don't know your tolerance, don't push very far.
1: There's a great line in a song by Modern Baseball that says, No monumental moment ever came from saying, Come on, dude, just do one more shot. And that's so accurate. It's true. That's Tyler and Ethan's advice corner. Yes. Know your limit. Don't push it.
0: It's not fun. Ethan. We got some listener mail not too long ago, and I'm about to put you on the spot. Okay. But I want to answer this question. Okay. We got a bunch of emails from Patreon. Holy crap. Not now. There's no exciting news. Wow.
1: <laughs> you can't say we got a bunch of emails from Patreon.
0: Um, yeah, Just. just don't worry about it. Oh, I'm worried. Uh, So we got an email. This comes from Jack. Jack says, bacon and eggs. A while back, you said, if if we have any questions about movies, we should just ask. So here I am. Every Friday, my family and I watch a film. We've had this tradition for a while now, and we are struggling for ideas. It would be really helpful if you could suggest a few. For reference, we've seen all the good Pixar movies in most of Disney's. I have a younger sister who is 11 and won't watch anything above a 12, whatever that is in the U.S. So I'm assuming that's PG-13? I'm guessing, yeah. Um, Yeah. Any and all suggestions are very welcome. Thanks so much, Jack. Jack, first things first. There are no bad Pixar movies. I don't care what Seamus says. I know he's listening right now. Cars 2 is still a pretty good movie, especially if you have somebody who's only watching PG films. Okay, it's maybe not a great movie for us in like the 25-year-old highly critical era of lives, but Cars 2 sells a ton of toys. For a reason. So you can just watch all the Pixar movies. If you haven't fixed the, finished those, that's fine. Now, Ethan, we are tasked with PG non-Disney movies.
1: PG non-Disney
0: movies. I've got six for you. Okay, what are they? Before the acquisition of Star Wars by Disney, where Disney released how many, five Star Wars movies? Yeah. Four? Four Star Wars yeah. movies? Uh... All PG-13. There were six PG Lucasfilm Star Wars movies. Those are all excellent, and you're... 11 year old sister needs to watch star wars i also recommend pirates but that's for disney yeah i was also pg i'm
1: gonna like that's the thing is like when you say oh i've watched all disney's movies like how far did you go with that because like remember the titans is a disney movie
0: is it pg yeah pretty sure themes of segregation and racism are pretty deep i mean jaws is pg oh yeah have they seen jaws (laughs) definitely should watch But like that's what i'm wondering is like
1: how deep do you go with because like dead
0: Poets society is a disney movie it is touchstone oh i wouldn't call touchstone but i mean
1: it's, still a Walt Disney Studio,
0: <coughs> right? But but I. It's just say. the the I, brand
1: that Walt Disney pushed. It's like
0: edgier movies too. I will say you need to watch How to Train Your Dragon and its sequels. If you haven't watched one.
1: the first three Shrek movies, go for it. Shrek. I haven't seen yeah. Struck the 4th or whatever. Oh, gosh. This is a really great question. PG
0: movies. Harry Potter, the whole series. It's not PG. Uh, not the whole series, but... I think it's just the first two. A few of those are PG. Uh, Looking at a list.
1: The most popular PG movie on IMDb right now is Christopher Robin. I've seen that movie twice. I cannot underestimate the importance of that movie. If you haven't seen Christopher Robin, I don't know what most of these are. <laughs>
0: Um, I would also. I know Ethan's not gonna. Apparently, with me.
1: Smokey and the Bandit is PG. That's not like a great movie to show your family.
0: I would also recommend the Miyazaki films. If nothing else, you should at least watch Spirited Away.
1: Eh, they're all zeros. Ethan probably they're wouldn't. all zeros. None of them are need to watch. Uh, I mean, there's a certain nah, level of like. None of them are need to watch.
0: You could at least develop some. Film I'm sure you could, but if, you're, if your if
1: your criteria for a one is need to watch, none of the no anime is need to watch.
0: I would say if there's any anime film that fits that criteria it's spirited away
1: hunt for red october apparently also pg not a great movie to show your kids (laughs) um go with some of the older movies man like i I don't know how far back you went with disney but like there are like movies like chitty chitty bang bang and and mary poppins like stuff made before you know The 90s is there's a lot of there's a lot of good stuff back then. Back when more movies used to get those ratings, there are a lot of of great um, movies to be had. Like both, I would recommend both the Willy Wonka and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, The Princess Bride, Princess Diaries.
0: Mia Thermopolis.
1: I really like that movie. It's really good. I'm gonna say it.
0: Uh, people really like Trolls. People do love Trolls for good reason. Trolls is amazing.
1: Hocus Pocus is I. You can live without it. People love that movie. Napoleon Dynamite, I wouldn't say, is a great movie to show your family. Oh, I love it. Um, movie. If you want to have a hard conversation, you can watch The Outsiders. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I've i got a list of most popular PG titles. The Secret Life of Pets is a zero. Don't watch that movie.
0: <laughs> I didn't like it either.
1: It is it so bad. Zootopia is a one.
0: Oh my gosh, Zootopia is so good, but that's Disney.
1: I know. I'm just, The Mask, not a great movie to show your family. Uh, oh God, Beetlejuice. What a film. I love Beetlejuice. Like, Where did you get this list? I just searched best PG movies. IMDb has On a list Google? for everything. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure probably not a great family movie.
0: Are you kidding? That's an excellent is family it? movie. I mean, I did ask my mom what 69 yeah. meant probably every day for like. They're 12 just years. A, like a
1: little like. Airplane but. is a PG movie, and like there's some of these that they're just inappropriate. Rocky is a PG movie. Ghostbusters, show your family Ghostbusters. Definitely, definitely Ghostbusters.
0: Ghostbusters. Uh, The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, Witch and Wardrobe. That's PG. Um. Ghostbusters is apparently the
1: 77th best PG movie. I don't believe that at all. Ghostbusters. You can show him God's Not Dead, A Light in Darkness. Mm. Don't do that.
0: Rio. Rio was fun. Rio's good. There was
1: that Scooby-Doo movie. Matilda, is that Disney?
0: Rio 2. Oh, Jumanji? The original Jumanji? It'd be a little scary.
1: Nah, I watched that when I was like five.
0: Yeah, but it scared the crap out of me. I also watched like The Patriot when I was like five. Yeah, I mean, I
1: watched very inappropriate movies (laughs) when I was like five. I saw Jurassic Park when I was like four years old and I was... Right. Just very early, like, um, some of the movies we grew up with, man, like, uh, like a lot of those early Jim Carrey movies, like, Bruce Almighty's hilarious, Yes Man's hilarious, uh, like, Liar Liar is hilarious, Big Fat Liar was hilarious, you can go with some of the classics, like, E.T., Close Encounters,
0: there's, there's all over, all over. Anyway, so that's probably a couple movies to at least get you through the week. I mean, pretty
1: much, it looks like everything made before 1990 that didn't involve, like, bloody murder was rated PG, so... if you're just based on rating, you're probably good. Where yeah. are we at on time? We're close. We
0: can we can Okay cool. About.
1: For some reason I have a picture of <laughs> Bulby Stroganovsky from <laughs> Jimmy Neutron open on my computer that I just found.
0: As as you should.
1: <laughs> as one should, Bulby Stroganovsky. Because oh I remember, because Polly in Discord became named Polky. And I was like, isn't that a isn't that from Jimmy Neutron? No, it's not. It's Bulby. Bulby. Okay, anyway, let's go ahead and wrap this up. I gotta get the big the big board open. The big
0: board. I've gotta to get to the big board. Can't bring them in here.
1: They're gonna see the big board.
0: Exciting That's news, going Dr. Strange We're love, gonna redo redo the...
1: How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, by the way. In case you're wondering uh, what movie I was quoting. You can't fight in uh, here. This is
0: a war room. I tell you what is, uh... Oh, my God. Glen Gary, Glenn Ross. Is that PG? Uh,
1: I would not recommend showing that to a child.
0: <laughs> first place, get a Cadillac. Second first place. First
1: place, Cadillac Eldorado. Second place, set of steak knives. Third place, you <laughs> You see these leads? These are the Glengarry leads.
0: You don't get, you don't these, don't get leads?
1: these leads? Giving these leads to you will be throwing them in the trash. Uh, I'm from so downtown good. from Mitch and Murray.
0: Oh, my God. So good. So good. All right, so I got the big board. There's not really yeah, a villain all, in this villain movie. Yeah, villain ranking. <laughs> <laughs> Was the villain. The villain the is... The sister? No, the
1: villain... Wait. <laughs> kitty? Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nothing good would have ever happened to Lara Jean if she didn't send those letters. I guess. The victim... I mean, the villain is Lara Jean's own internal monologue
0: of she's not good enough. Or Jen. Nah, not Jen. No, Jen. Peter loves her. If yeah, she they didn't have to go through she this whole really do anything. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you know, the internal conflict is pretty good. I'll give it a six out of ten. I
1: can see that. Man versus uh,
0: man versus self. Man versus self, or in this case, Laura Jean versus self. Laura Jean's man. Big, big board ranking.
1: Oh God, I don't even know where to start.
0: I I hit forty one. Ant Man and the Wasp. I think it's I think better it's better
1: than, than Ant Man and the Wasp. I don't know if it's better than Order. I think of the it's Phoenix, better than Order of the Phoenix. It's not better than Iron Man three.
0: Man, we're being brutal to this film. If you loved the I film, really that's liked fine. Iron
1: Man 3 though. But then right above it you got Return of the Sith, which you love. I love Iron Man Three. We both love Sorcerer's Stone.
0: Oh, but it cannot pass Ant-Man. I don't
1: think it's better than Sorcerer's Stone. I, like that's 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 absurd.
0: That is absurd. I'm not gonna that's give it- classic. I'm not really
1: gonna give it better than two Harry Potter movies. But I really I didn't like Half Blood Prince, even though we rated it higher, that was all Sophie. Sophie,
0: big heart, love you, Sophie. I'm cool. Come I'm cool anytime. with putting it at
1: 41, right above Hitman and the Wasp.
0: That's actually not 41. There's 43, this I think. List. Yeah.
1: 44, maybe. Whatever. It's not that good. It's got a 96. percent
0: I don't think. I mean, I-, I can see why anybody who watches it will like it. Yeah, it was cute. So I can like. I don't think it's a. Bad right, film. But, I don't think the story was poorly told. But like told. I said, I just... it was.
1: It's a. It's a point five. It like it. It doesn't hurt. But it's also not necessary. It's like it's. It's not bad. It's not particularly good. It's, right. it's like. It's it's the equivalent of that like shrug emoji that people do. I'm a huge fan of the shrug emoji for people who don't yeah. know. I like the actual emoji. I don't like the like emoticon one that people do. I'll send it to you, you know what I'm talking
0: about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah,
1: I hate that one. It just seems so sarcastic. But then you put the actual shrug emoji and you're just kinda like, eh like the 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 emoji emoji seems like more of like a eh, whereas the like the emoticon one just seems like a I don't really give a f- what you have to say. <laughs> And maybe right, it's just because so, I have a friend that uses it all the time to be a jerk about it. So
0: right above, and right above, and
1: the Ant-Man, the Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp, <laughs> the new. Forty four, possibly forty three, possibly forty five. I really don't know. I need to update the list. Somewhere the list is a little bit cumbersome at this point.
0: You know, fun fact, listeners. At the end of year one, rapidly approaching. We're doing a new list. We will, we will do a new list, and we will revisit the list, make some minor adjustments, and then close it forever. We'll sell the list. We'll sell it. We'll sign and sell the list. Baconandeggs dot com or dot media or whatever the crap. Okay, our we can do that. Is. Seems easy enough.
1: That seems fine. Yeah, we can make a nice copy of it.
0: Yeah, good idea. I know. I'm full of good ideas. That's
1: so why Tyler's the idea man.
0: Oh, my God. A breakfast food. You know what this is, Ethan? I'm going there. We haven't talked about this at all, but as long as we're talking back to school, modern back to school, when I think back to school and I think breakfast food, I think French toast sticks from the cafeteria. Okay. That works. Surprisingly Surprisingly
1: delightful. delightful. Uh, not that expensive. Doesn't ask that much of you. Is a little stale.
0: Is a little stale. That but works at the same perfectly. Time, what a good call. It's ex- exactly what you expect. It is
1: very predictable. <laughs> what a good call! Wow, you just drugged that in yeah. your butt.
0: No, I didn't. I think Emily ordered or bought French toast sticks not too long ago.
1: Oh, I got French toast sticks the last time. It was sheets. They were delightful. That's
0: exactly where we were. They're good.
1: The French toast sticks from sheets yeah. are good. Yeah. You got to eat them like right away uh, though. Like if you let them get cold at all, they suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we've got a breakfast food. I think that's it. What else? We did
1: the villain. We did the, the, the big board. We did the breakfast. Uh, we did the hash browns. We did the toothpaste. You got another segment sitting in your bum right now?
0: I've always got segments. We even did listener mail. Uh Alright everybody, thank you so, so much for listening to Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast. As always, if you want to interact with us, the best way to do so is to go over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Eggs. All month of September, if you sign up at any pledge level, we will write you a handwritten card on a very nice bacon and eggs postcard uh, we're gonna put it in an envelope so that it doesn't get damaged so that you can keep it and cherish it forever or throw it away or whatever you want to do i don't know but we'll write you a fun little message and sign it and it'll be a good time uh, but the best way to get in touch with us constantly you can email us at bacon at gmail.com you can join our discord server for five dollars a month on patreon.com slash bacon and eggs again just between you and i it does not charge you until october 1st okay like it's literally just you and me that know this You can join and literally chat with us until October 1st without paying a single dollar. It's very exciting. Um, you can also join our Facebook group. It's free and available for everyone. We try to post on there like every other day. That's moderated by Isabella Pearson. Our Discord is moderated by uh, Ines Fumayor and uh, Rachel Dickhausen. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at America Carlin. That's America R L I N. You can follow Ethan on Instagram and Twitter at Wow Now. You can follow the brand on Instagram at Bacon and Eggs Podcast on Twitter at Bacon and Eggs Twenty Three. Uh, I don't know what else I say.
1: Our artwork is by Vaishan Brianna Graphite, and our music that you heard at the beginning of this episode, I promise, is by Cytrix. Citrix.
0: Cytrix. His links are in the doobly doo. Everyone's links well. are in the
1: doobly doo. All of our links are in the doobly doo. There's a bunch of links in the doobly doo. You can get you can't get this movie on, on Amazon with our affiliate link because uh it's only on because Netflix. it's only on Netflix. But you can Maybe. get a copy of Independence Day.
0: You can buy the book on Amazon. They sell books there. That
1: was how they started. That was the whole point. Yeah. Alright, fair enough. Well, that's I think that's everything we say. You got any last thoughts? Any final stuff? Oh, also, you, you can uh, join our Facebook group and you'll get access to Tyler singing a song of his choosing between two songs.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, hooked
1: on a feeling. And then that's that a video will get posted a week preview. after on our Patreon. And we're also gonna about to start having some content on our Patreon, more than we've done in the past. We're going to do some, some stuff for y'all.
0: Some stuff for y'all.
1: There, I said it in the episode. Now we have to do it. Get, get me I a schedule. Now we have to
0: do it. Oh, yeah. Can do'sle. All right. Neat. Can do'sle. I
1: think that's everything we have to say. And that means, thank you for listening to another episode of Bacon and Eggs. I've been Ethan Anchill, He's been Tyler Carlin. And until next week.
0: Are you with A sexy Rubik's Cube.